Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to another episode of Swinging Along. Whew, we've had another hectic week. Um, it is actually Memorial Day today. And we missed last week's podcast due to us being super busy with getting things together for our Swingers barbecue that we had on Saturday. And the kids were busy with activities. So we're going to be pumping out, I think, two this week we're going we're gonna to do to make up for last week. So Yes, it's, it's May 25th. 28th. Yes. <laughs> it is actually Memorial Day. So happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. Yes. Um, we hope you enjoy this upcoming episode that we're about to bring you guys. And uh, yes. we're definitely going to have fun because we definitely have the cocktails flowing. We do. I have some vodka and Diet Coke since I have to, all that beer I drank and, and margaritas on Saturday, I need to... Uh, to kind of de 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 uh, float myself. <laughs> and there's a little uh, southern comfort in Mayan uh, with the diet coke because uh, obviously we spent a lot of we did a lot of drinking this weekend. We did, and I mean, I know that that's not what this weekend is actually about. Um, just to kind of take a minute on our platform here to thank everyone that has served our country, um, to those that have given the ultimate sacrifice for our country, and also to the family members, um, the wives, the husbands, the children, the, the moms, the dads, um, any family member or friends of anybody that is in the military who either gave their life or is currently serving, we thank you. And we really, there's truly not enough words or actions that we can do to thank you enough, um, but we will never stop saying it. We will always thank you guys for your service and being a daughter of two military service um chris has military servicemen in his family we completely understand the sacrifices that you guys are providing so thank you both or both thank you all (laughs) we, we are able to do what we do because of the men and women that fight for our country. Yes. And we're very appreciative and grateful <laughs> for them. And I know personally myself, my grandpa, and I'm sure the, the people in your family would want us to crack a beer. Right. And celebrate in honor of them. Yes. My dad definitely. My mom's not a drinker, so she she well, she drinks her wine occasionally. So so yes, thank you all and we hope everyone is enjoying their holiday weekend or did enjoy it since it is almost over and that everyone was safe. So we're gonna kinda dive in a little bit here, but first I I wanted to tell everybody how much fun I'm actually having probably more than you on on Cassidy. So uh, we wanted to just give a shout out to our sponsor, Cassidy. Uh, For those of you that are joining, Cassidy is the social community for swingers and sexually adventurous people. They have a thousand parties throughout the U.S., hundreds of clubs, and almost 10,000 travel postings. There's honestly, guys, something that you can always do no matter what. If I know that we have nothing planned for a weekend, I hop right on Cassidy and I'm, I'm... going to a hotel party or a house party or going to a new we've actually tried a new club um recently thanks to cassidy so um cassie has thousands of hot fun open-minded couples and swingles swingles who are actually living their life to the fullest they're embracing their sexuality they're looking to make new friends and just find others who share in their similar desires Um, cassie is the site for anybody whether you are single or you're a couple Um, we're both on cassie and we've connected with so many awesome people already and we're looking forward to attending more and more events especially with the summer months coming up and i love meeting the listeners at these events so we'll keep posting the the more events that we attend and and keep meeting you guys so take some time out of your sexy day it's a day off today check it out go to cassidy.com 
It's K-A-S-I-D-I-E. So it's Cassie.com. I promise you guys will not be disappointed. And we also have another big announcement that we recently partnered up dun, 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 with Adam and Eve. So we're super excited about this. Uh, for limited time only, all of our listeners will get 50% off just about any item at adamandeve.com. You can select your item at 50% off or items. And when you go to checkout, you'll receive three free adult DVDs. Plus, you're going to get a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, this is the kicker, guys. You're going to get free shipping on your entire order. Whether you guys order one vibrator <laughs> or four cock rings, <laughs> whatever you order, you guys are going to get free shipping. So go to adamandeve.com and you're going to use our code word. It's swinging at checkout. That's SW. I-N-G-I-N-G at adamandeve.com. So use swinging at adamandeve.com. And if you guys are on our Twitter and you guys go ahead and purchase and get your discount from us, I want you guys, if you're comfortable enough, share it on Twitter, rate the item for us. I'm always looking for new vibrators. I have a full chest of toys, which we're going to talk about in another podcast episode um, that I'm going to be doing because I'm going to be reviewing and going through a lot of my toys that I like to use for myself and couples play and singles play. So um, share it with us, rate it, and hell, if you're even more comfortable, send us a video of you using it. So we're really excited to partner up with Adam and Eve. And when we talked to them, we told them that we wanted them to give our listeners the best. They came back with 50% off, free shipping, three DVDs, and a free mystery gift for you guys. So go on over there, adamandeve.com, code word, swinging at checkout. Yes, uh, they were, they're, they're a great website. We buy all our toys from that website. I've always used Even Adam before we partnered with them just now, we always went to their website because we feel like they offer the best products that you can get and they offer everything you need like you go there if you're looking for anything yes sex wise oh yeah i mean i i use adam and eve and i mean i've also gone into my my shop that i go into all the time to to physically purchase but i love the fact that there's just pages and pages of stuff and i like that i can also get lingerie from adam and eve and lingerie uh, Adam and Eve caters to a variety of sizes of women. So whether you're curvy, you know, you, you'll find a corset that's going to fit you. If you are big chested, you're not going to feel like you're disgustingly popping out of something that's not going to fit. No, so. absolutely. And the life we live is super sex positive and they give off that vibe that they want you to feel comfortable when you're coming here. I believe that even gets shipped in semi-private like containers. Oh, it's all it's all discretion. Yeah. So they're so very private. So for the private. people that are very uncomfortable still with it because they haven't fully come out in certain things or whatever, uh, you, even discretion will happen with them. And yes. they, they understand their fan base and their audience. Absolutely. Um, but what do we have in store for episode number 12? Well, we're going to kind of talk about a little bit, kind of got, dive into last week since we missed uh, an entire week of podcasting, which kind of felt weird to be honest with you. Not not talking about my sexy times uh, for our listeners felt a little off this week, but or last week. Um, but we're going to talk about um, the two dates that you and I had that we actually ran into each other yes. and our two dates. Um, we're going to talk about another reason why we took a, a few days off from podcasting, which was my concussion. Yes, um, and we also were prepping for our swinger barbecue. Which we're going to talk about because that was actually probably the best party that we've ever thrown. Which it ended up, we ended up taking basically, I mean we still, obviously everybody's, we're still tweeting, we're, we're still communicating with all of everybody that follows us because we love everyone yes um but we spent the whole week remodeling 
We did. We, we've been remodeling our backyard to, to get ready because we plan on hosting a lot of parties. And we have a very – I mean, our schedule for summertime is really starting to already fill up with meet and greets that Swinging Along is actually organizing um, in the South Jersey, Philadelphia area. So we're really excited for all of that. And there's a lot of new ventures coming up. I've been busy writing. I've had to submit a few stories to my Literatica site. So it's been, life got the best of us. I mean, we also have kids, as everyone knows, if you listen to our first episode. And it's the end of the school year, which means super busy between everything that they have going on. And if we think right now is busy, next year we have someone graduating high school and two graduating eighth grade. It'll be a, every other weekend. It'll be a swinger party, and then the other weekends will be a graduation party. Yes. Not to mention my birthday and my daughter's birthday yes. are in the summertime as well. So we're literally going to probably have parties like almost every week. Well, this year, honey, I I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell you this, and this is the first you're hearing about it. But I feel like I I want to get your reaction for our listeners. I have a special gift in store for you for your birthday this year. And I know people are probably like, well, what the fuck else could they do? They're pretty kinky. They've had three, something like that. But you are, you're going to be very, very happy. I know we're throwing you the, the tiki luau party the Friday, and then we're going to Atlantic City on Saturday. But let's just say I have a, a very, very, very nice surprise for you. Well, now I'm looking forward to it. And you should. And it's, God, it's like two months away. This I know. will not go fast I'm going enough. to tease the fuck out of you for the next two months. So. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do for two months. Now. Maybe I have to play myself. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so basically, last Friday, I had my second date with, um, everyone knows that I finally broke my, my streak of single guy, whatever rut I was in. Um, I had that awesome um, encounter with the guy in the nice blow job that we had out in the parking lot that I gave him and which I'm sure he enjoyed he did and then of course I had that first date with the other gentleman and we had our second date uh last Friday which you ended up crashing but not really because you ended up taking Kay on a date and I was out on the out- outdoor deck part of the bar and you were inside and you I guess you saw me because you got you guys came up to us Yes, absolutely. No, uh, I knew where you were going, and when you made plans, and everybody knows, because I think we talked about it on the last podcast, that we had these upcoming dates. Now, I didn't know where you were going at first. Right. Um, but when I found out where you were going, because I overheard you talking, um, I thought it would be fun uh, that I would take Kay to the same place. Different. It's a big location, so we could definitely be very separate and not run into you. Yes. And then I thought, we might not go say hi. And my guy handled it really well because that was the respectful thing. Like, he introduced himself to you. He was very chatty with you. And that's what I liked about it because you are my husband. We're married. And he, he knows the whole whole deal of what this is about, you know. So, um, to, but the only thing is, is nothing... Nothing really happened from there, which was nice. He was being respectful. He, we had a really awesome makeout session out in the parking lot. Um, I, I, I'm that girl that, as kinky as I am, I generally love a really, really good makeout session. There's something about using tongue and and pushing each other's bodies up against one another and just rubbing each other with your hands and getting all hot and bothered. There's something great about that. And that's basically what this was. Me and him were, he had me pushed up against my car and, and we were making out like crazy. No, absolutely. And, and, and there's, I know there, there's a word, and I'm, I'm not going to try to say the word because I don't want to say it wrong, but the body contact in general 
just gets people going. And yes. you add that with like some tongue work and full fledged making out. Yes. I mean, there's it's impossible. Like I'm a guy, I can tell you now. Anytime I've made out <laughs> with you or I make out with Kay or anybody, I'm hard. So I'm ready. To, you know, it just happens. Yes, and you that's always a good sign. You get turned on by it, and you're ready to go. That's a good sign that you're a good kisser too. Like I swear, if like the guy gets a little, if he's starting to get a little hard, I mean, that means that I'm doing something right. So, and if I'm getting wet, then the guy's doing something right. So, you know, my pa- I went home with my panties a little, a little, little soaked there for a little bit. So, um, well, it sounds like you had a, a really good time for it not I being did. something that ended in just typical sex. Right. Well, so which is a good sign because that means you guys are vibing. Yes, and that's what I I like. I I'm all about also creating these different type of you know intense relationships and the positive intense, you know. Um, so we're kind of on the way to do that. But I felt bad because the Friday before our barbecue, um, hangout at his house, um, and we were gonna probably obviously take the next step sounds weird like i'm like in high school like oh my god i was going to johnny's house like, and hoping he would totally go up my shirt <laughs> it's like you're preparing to lose your virginity <laughs> exactly no i was not this virginity has been long gone i was prepared to ride that dick okay so <laughs> <laughs> so i but unfortunately last saturday we had a massive um birthday party for two of our really good friends and Kay came along because we're all friends in the same group. And yes, that's, I think that's what makes Kay fun. Yes. It's well, that nobody knows. Nobody well. knows. Well, we'll talk about that. So <laughs> so um, Kay ended up wearing this really, really hot camo because it was very, like, country-themed. You know, we yeah. went to our favorite dive bar. She bought this really, really, really short dress. It was camo-themed. Very, very hot. She looked awesome in it. And I had, like, a green, really super low-cut top, like I always do with my leggings and my hooker boots, because it was a little chilly that day. So I was going to wear my dress, but I was like, oh, I don't want to be freezing. So um, it, we're, like, well into the night at the bar, and Kay walks out of the ladies' restroom, and um, this chick who mind you me and another friend of mine had chatted with earlier that day seemed really cool as Kay walked past her she turned around and she lifted Kay's skirt all the way up to where Kay was fully exposed to everybody there were no shorts under that skirt no and I knew that because she was flirting with me and teasing me about it yes so my thing is is that I am a big believer that a girl a female should be allowed to wear any slutty outfit that she wants. It does not give you permission to touch her without her permission. It does not give you the right to flip up her skirt or pull her top down, okay? So, Kay obviously is trying to, to fix herself to get it down because the whole bar is like kind of seeing this. My back still turned. I still don't know that this is happening. Yeah, and I was out back, so I didn't know it was happening either. Right. So, all of a sudden, Kay, go, you know, Kay gets a little mouthy when she's drinking, but rightfully so in this situation. Yeah, right to she punch a girl basically in the face. asked her, she asked her actually pretty nicely. She's like, um, why did you just do that? And this girl, this woman, this 50 year old woman said, well, when you're out wearing a skirt like that, you deserve it. You're you're just asking for it, and you're acting like a hoe. And she basically um, said you need to get home and be a, a mom to your kids, and not out here wearing a dress like yeah, this. Not dressing like a whore. Right. So of course, Kay kind of mouths off to her a little bit and is defending herself. Well, this woman's daughter was also there, and this woman's daughter lunged at Kay, and because this girl claimed that. Kay was attacking yeah, her mom she when was, Kay literally had a good 20 feet between her and this yeah, woman. She claimed that, well, she also said that uh, she she was 
talking to my mom disrespectfully and I'm not going to stand for that. Exactly. So all of a sudden I hear this commotion and I see arms swinging. I see you involved. I see our guy friends involved. Me and my girlfriend, I literally get down. Like Dude, I, I, I'll, I, I'll help her, Lewis. Oh yeah, I'll help her, Lewis. And I came running to the center and my friend that I was talking to kind of stood up to the bar because one of our friends can't get into trouble because he works for the he works for the county. And if he gets in any trouble because we were in the county that we were at a bar in his county, he could lose his job. And it was his birthday and he was drinking and she stood on the bar and she yelled his name and she was like, No And he you he was it was aching in him. He wanted he wanted to get involved so bad. Um so I grab Kay by the waist and I pull her out of the commotion just because I don't know what's going on and I just see her all, all feisty. So I pull her outside and we go out the back door because there's two entrances into the bar. So I'm out back with her and I'm, you know, trying to calm her down. I'm asking her exactly what happened when the woman, the 50-year-old woman who flipped her skirt up must have went out the front door and walked all the way to the back and she is freaking out. So I am like, lady, you might want to stop because I'm pretty sure the cops have been called. And then she says the infamous thing that you shouldn't say. I am a cop. I am a cop. Don't worry about it. I am a cop. When they get here, they're going to take my, my story off of yours. And I said, okay, so you're a cop. Of course, my many years in the legal field, I go, well, what's your badge number? Show me, either show me your badge or give me your badge number. By law, you have to. And she goes, fine, I'll give it to you. So I walk down the steps to make sure that she's walking away from us. And I'm kind of trying to see where she's going so she doesn't come back around to Kay. I, I kind of want to make sure she's not going to try to go in the other door and, and get Kay from behind. You know what I mean? When I must have been one too many steps too close to her because she turned around and she literally used her she was a very large woman, used her weight and literally lifted me up into the air with her push. And I cleared a good two feet and got slammed into the concrete wall that was, that was right there where the steps were. And I never saw you guys fly as fast as you guys did over that railing to chase after her. It, it was, I, I mean, I, I guess I would say like, it was kind of a shit show, but there was a lot of adrenaline going at that night. Now, the only bad part is you and Kay got hurt a little bit. Yeah, Kay so. got a black eye, fat lip. She had scratches. And we have... God, we're in our 30s. I can't remember the last time I was in a bar fight, okay? Like, I was in maybe my early... Like, when I first started going to the bar, you know, when I was 21 so. Um... And I just couldn't believe that this woman was acting like this. And I, I ended up getting a little bit of a head injury. And I had to, you know, kind of take it easy for a few days and whatnot. But it, like, Kay literally was like kneeling next to me. And she's the one that's got blood on her face. And she, it was very, like, thropple-ish. It was very thropple to take care of each other. <laughs> I, I was going from, from you to her, you to her, her to you, you to her, back and forth, making sure you guys are all right. A while all in the meantime, still trying to get these crazy people away from the bar because mm. they would not leave they refused to leave and i was kind of playing like roadblock yeah no nobody was getting through me and a couple of guys but that's where at that point. that's when people sit there and they say okay is you bringing another girl not only into your bedroom but into possibly having like a more intense relationship with both of you isn't that going to fuck up things i'm telling this story not to brag that we got into a bar fight because i'm actually pretty pretty like Seriously, like we we all got into a bar fight. And we're in our thirties, but we didn't start it first of all. But I'm bringing it up also to talk about the fact that 
uh, me and Kay were literally comforting each other. You were comforting the both of us. Like it really brought up this camaraderie in a sense that we all that all three of us truly do care about each other. No, absolutely. And obviously, I don't want either of you to get hurt. Right. Um, well, but. then Kay also. I'm gonna tell you, Kay also kind of divulged something to me. Now, whether she had been drinking and it was the adrenaline, but she brought it up at our at our swinger barbecue also, um, which she didn't get a chance to. Exp- she hurt her knee, so she didn't get to really enjoy as much of the barbecue. She, she had she, a good time. She's crippling Kay right now. She's crippling Kay right now, but um, she told me that she wants to start divulging in our other couple play so i think she wants to actually try like an orgy type of thing which we're gonna have I, to I ease her I into that's that that's what it would be at that point because it's not couple swapping anymore if you're uh if there's a fifth <laughs> yeah i think it, it, it definitely constitutes more into an orgy type of thing but that is definitely something that she's interested in and and i told her we're only going to do that until she's 100 percent comfortable so i think that's something where she really does want to come to the club with us and i think if she just observes and watches then that's something that will definitely help her or in terms of making a decision like i'm not pushing her towards it if she goes there and she watches it and she's like yeah no this isn't for me then she knows that that's not for her you know what no, I mean? absolutely but the fact that she's even thinking about it just shows me that she her mind is even more open than we already knew it was yeah and that can only be a good thing in our lifestyle we are we love open-minded people that are willing to try things you don't have to like everything you don't have to do everything but if you're willing to try something at least you know you don't like it it's no different than when our our we we deal with this every day hey do you guys want some kale i don't like it have you ever had it no oh, yeah. well, how do you know you don't like it then? well there is one thing that i mean i think i might have talked about it on the podcast but i'm not sure if i'm gonna everyone always tends to repeat repeat things especially when you're throwing out so much information but um one of my big things that people don't are really kind of shocked about is one of my only rules with other men whether it's a whether we're couple swapping or doing the singles or or play or whatever um i don't do anal until i know you i which when we had our first double penetration it was with a, a guy that i had been playing with for at least a year you know what i mean like it was someone that i trusted in a sense you know i i am big on i have to have the right person behind me doing anal (laughs) yes um and that's like we have a couple rules in life they're not many compared to maybe some other people i would say our rules are not as as many as they were in the beginning um which is something that we're we can dive into now if you wanted to kind of talk about it a little bit yeah so i mean when everyone always talks about well so when, when i get on this topic one of the biggest questions that we always get from our listeners is a, how can I convince my wife to be a swinger? <laughs> right? Yes. And the second one is, what kind of rules should we set for ourselves? And I always tell people that I cannot tell you the rules that you can set for yourself. But I do recommend sitting down with each other, maybe having a glass of wine or whatever, and getting out a notebook and old school writing down what you think you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. Then you have to make up a game plan. Do I want to divvy, dive into the things that I might not be comfortable with to see if I truly am not comfortable with it? So my thing is, is that to the, to my, to the first question, people, how can I convince my wife to be a swinger? You cannot convince anybody to be a swinger. Yeah, and you, nor should you want to really try to convince them. However, bringing it up to them and 
seeing if it's something that may intrigue them is fine. And bringing it up every so often is fine too. Yes, you should be talking to them, but that's the thing is you chose to marry that person. If that if you've actually had legitimate, intelligent conversations with them to where you are, are telling them, you know, this is what I want to try, if they are respectfully receiving it and saying, sorry, honey, that's not for me, then you need to make a decision that you're going to be in that relationship and then know that they'll never be a swinger or in an open relationship. Or then you need to maybe come to the realization that if you're not going to be happy in that marriage or relationship and you're going to end up cheating on that person, then maybe you need to make a decision about your yourself or that relationship. Yeah. And my thing is, is that I'm sorry, guys. There's no magical potion that I can give you to give to your wife to or girlfriend or partner to make them become a swinger. It literally relies upon communication. If you want us, you know, I'm I'm happy to mediate the initial sit-down conversations of, hey, I, I want to divulge some things to you, which is something that we're kind of currently working on. Chris and I are actually in the process of becoming... Um, relationship coaches and specifically for the taboo relationships in a sense so it's something that you have to mediate but you can never force someone to do something yes we believe we have a whole lot to offer to people and help with when it comes to marriage um, relationships. Li- relationships lifestyles things like that um, I just feel like we offer a lot and that's why we're definitely looking to venture that way yeah I mean we're always answering questions every day but we tell people all the time like we're not doctors no. you know it's it's not this isn't we're literally giving it to you from our experience but guys we've we've been together for years and we've been in this lifestyle for years and I'm almost half of it we've never had a issue where it almost ruined our our marriage because of it because i think we've we found the right thing yeah, so absolutely. we're very communicative with each other and it's we always discuss everything we plan yeah so i mean the first rule i mean the first set of rules that i if i can remember when we first started we had a long list because i remember we, we weren't too sure we'd be comfortable with. So the main rule was that we would always have to be in the same room with each other. Yes. That was like the main rule. like And it was a soft swap. We weren't into penetration yet of the other person. It was more just making out, maybe some oral. And then big on that other couple fucking in front of us. You know what I mean? Yes, and, and us fucking in front of them. Even to this day, I find voyeurism so odd. Oh, yeah. I mean, we went, we've gone to the club plenty of times where you and I ended up just having sex with each other, but that is because we didn't find a couple we wanted to play with and we were watching I, so I, many people. I love to watch. Yes. There's something, and maybe that's part of the, the cuckold in me where this all started with that fantasy. Is there something really hot about watching people just go at it? Yes. <laughs> and I mean, so that was, that was obviously our first rule that, unfortunately, then as we kind of started diving more into the lifestyle I turned around and I was like you know what this I think I I think I want to you know be penetrated by someone else you know what I mean like this was this was all I'm talking about by another married man like this we're taking the whole cuckold situation out of that because when we had our cuckold scenario that was with a single guy and that was just me you and the guy and you were just watching I'm talking about I would physically be watching you with another woman penetrating her and you would be watching me being penetrated by a husband. You know, it wasn't going to be a bull or anything like that. It was going to be another person. So we decided to do that. And then we graduated to, well, let's try playtime in separate rooms. You know, let's do full hard swaps in a sense, you know. And so now the only rules that we really have are 
maintain open communication obviously always condoms there's never anything bare and that my anal my anal rule that i have so (laughs) (laughs) i mean you can see how we kind of i'm just giving that one example of a rule we had other rules as well of things like um if well to this day if if we feel like someone is going to be developing feelings for another person like if we start to feel like maybe these are more than friendship feelings or more than sex feelings we need to immediately tell the other person that has yet to happen like we neither one of us has had that more oh my god i think i'm falling for him or her type of feelings the where we had to tell the other person yeah no we haven't come across that yet and we Probably won't because of our mindset. Now the other person, I can't make any promises for other well, people. Well, we've had that issue, are. and we've had to, we've had to. But that was part of our communication rule. We've had to, we had to end certain relationships because the other party was like, "I want more," and it just makes for an uncomfortable situation. No, so. it, def- it definitely does. Um, but I mean, our rules are—they're definitely a lot less than they were back when we first started this, and it's probably because we've grown up through the lifestyle in a sense. Yes. But, I mean, like you said, half of our marriage has been in this lifestyle, so... Our marriage, definitely, are... We've been together nine and a half years or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've been in this lifestyle for a little over four, so... I'm sorry, I was taking a sip of my vodka, so... No, I've had it. I'm already halfway through my SoCal. (laughs) So, um, that's just a prime example. I highly recommend, if you want to start off slow, where maybe it's just kissing another person let's let's have a makeout session with other people or let's just go to the sex club and watch i mean you really have to take baby steps a lot of people hey if you want to take off running in this lifestyle go for it if you think that you can handle it do i recommend it no i don't unless you know that you can fully handle it or you've been in the lifestyle for a while maybe your other partner that's a new partner has been in the lifestyle previously then i totally understand that but in this situation, or, or in this lifestyle, I think you do need to take baby steps. Oh, I don't yeah. think you should be going straight up into hardcore, you know. I mean, nowadays, I mean, you you text women. We used to do the whole, um, one of our other rules was we would do kick. And we would all be in chats together. So nobody would be texting the other person without the other one knowing. Or you weren't allowed to delete your text messages with that person if you, if you were just doing a text to them. Because it just offered that security of let me see what you're saying to that person now i don't give a fuck what you're saying like we, it's kind of like a nice <laughs> nice conversation at, at bedtime when we're laying in bed and i go oh how was your day oh i talked to k or i talked to you know b or you know i was talking to the, this couple and i'm like oh what was what did you guys talk about it adds for like that conversation and you're like oh how are you doing i'm like oh i talked to this guy or i talked to this couple yeah, and I, I would yes definitely i, w- I would say that time frame for us we were dipping our toes into it yes so we probably had a lot of baby rules as i call it like newbie mm-hmm. rules yeah, but much. don't be afraid to be a newbie you're no matter as soon as you begin no matter how comfortable you are you're gonna be a newbie and you know why i'm gonna say that because you are going to be in situations that you are probably not prepared for. Certain things are going to happen out of nowhere because of the different type of people that you're possibly meeting. And you'll never know how to handle those situations until you're in them for the first time. I mean, the first time that we were in a situation where the other husband was being a little bit more aggressive than I uh, I liked for, you know what I mean? Like that he wasn't really listening to what I wanted and things. And it was I was still new in it and he was a little being a little aggressive and he wasn't really taking my signals until I had to pretty much make a scene 
about it. Pretty much. <laughs> that was the first time that we were in that situation where we, and then you and I took that car ride home and we laughed about it. But then I liked how you handled it. You came up to me and you were like, okay, are you sure you're okay? And I said, yes. And you're like, so we need a game plan of how to handle this if this happens again. And I'm like, well, I think my whole making a big fucking scene was a good way to handle it. So, um, but we, we, we kind of figure out how to work certain things. So if, if you're interested, reach out to us, you and your wife, or, or if it's with females that listen to the podcast, you and your husband, whomever, if you want to reach out to us and ask us, you know, can you guys, you know, maybe help us out with this? Absolutely. We'd be more than happy to maybe help you out with your, your comfort level in, in, in a sense like that. No, absolutely. We have a huge female audience. Absolutely. And they're fantastic. Everybody's fantastic. Yes. So kind of diving into a few uh, topics here uh, before we get into our fun that we had at the, at the Memorial Day barbecue, which I know everyone's on the edge of their seats right now. Um, I always get asked this question um, is confidence and looks in the lifestyle. We have been approached by quite a few couples that are a little bit nervous in getting into the lifestyle, whether it be going to a sex club or anything like that and and getting naked or anything of that nature because they feel like they are uncomfortable with with how they look or they're not, you know, body positive. They're afraid that they're going to get shamed. And they ask why I have so much confidence. Now, everyone has seen me on Twitter. I am not super thin. I am I'm not fat. You are I'm, beautiful. Thank you. But I am curvy. I am a curvy girl who has big tits, a nice ass, I've got thick thighs, and I fucking love it. So I sit there and I this is my advice to everybody. You have to own how you look. All right, because you know what? We have played with a variety of couples. We've played with older couples. We've played with younger couples. We've played with the thin couples. We've played with the, the more plus size couples. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the word plus size. I just want to put that out there. Not because real. plus size in today's day and age could also mean a size 12. A size 12 on a tall girl, woman, or whatever. I keep saying girl, but I mean woman. <laughs> on a woman, she's still really thin. I mean, if she's a tall person, but she's already deemed plus size, it's society standards. Listen, when I first started going to these clubs, I was very conscientious of the fact that I have stretch marks from having kids on my stomach, that I spray tan sometimes before I go to things, because even to this day, I get a little self-conscious that maybe those stretch marks will deter someone that I'm interested in playing with. But then my mindset comes back and goes, if they can't accept me for all I have to offer in sex, which is a good blowjob, amazing pussy to fuck, some nice titties to suck on, and I'm a good fucking time, then I don't want to play with them. I can't argue with that. <laughs> that you're in a, an amazing time. And that's why I don't understand the whole, at times, judgment of how people look. Like, if you're a good time, you're a good time. As long yes. as your your hygiene is good. And here's what I here's where I'm gonna get controversial. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. We we might get a little bit of hate from a fellow fellow podcaster. Uh, we're not naming names. We're not gonna name names, but I will tell you that there is a well many many years ago, one of the first few podcasters I think that started talking about the swinging lifestyle, and I will tell you this, they are two tool bags, okay? Because when I hear that they say that they will only play with good-looking, thin, fit people, listen, 
if that's your preference and that's what you're attracted to, that's fine. That's However, we don't judge in that aspect. How they handle when they approach people that are maybe not to their liking. their liking is deplorable. You should not be making fun of people on your podcast that are not to your body type. You should not be ridiculing them for that. And you, dear couple, are the reason why people are sometimes afraid to get naked at sex clubs, okay? In all honesty, guys, if you go to a true sex club, or maybe it's just us when we go to the ones in Philly, there are people all different sizes and ages there, and people that are taking their tops off. It hit midnight at Saints and Sinners, and who was the first girl that went out there for topless midnight, whatever they call it, where you take your top off? It was a 60-year-old woman who had a banging body who took her, her shirt off and was just dancing on that pole like it was nothing. Her confidence alone was completely attractive. Absolutely. Like, I- to the point that there are super thin people that are not as attractive as that woman because they don't have the same confidence or their arrogance makes them unattractive. Absolutely. And I just want to sit here and say to all my ladies out there, no matter your age, your size or whatever, and to all my men out there, whatever your size, whatever you, how you feel like you look, I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to call yourself sexy because you know what? You fucking are sexy. And the next time you go to the sex club or you go to a swingers party, I want you to rip off your clothes and I want you to walk around naked like you are the fucking man or you are the fucking woman. Cause you know what? I'm going to be doing the same thing if we are at a, a party together. You're going to see my naked ass walking and <laughs> strutting the halls in my heels because that's just how it's going to be. And I know in this sex field, I mean, I I mean, I feel I get I'm not saying that you have to always have confidence because even me, I feel like we're we're becoming very public obviously. We've got thousands of downloads and people that are are talking to us all the time. And we're starting to mingle with fellow podcasters, are we not? Absolutely, and I feel like we've developed so many friendships already we so have. soon. We've only been doing this but for a couple months. But if I compare myself to the females of these other podcasts, they're thin, super thin, like hot. They're all hot. Trust me. I'm complimenting all the ones that were all there. You guys are super hot. But it can be a little um, intimidating because everyone's out there posting string bikinis and things like that. Whereas me, I'm sitting there going, okay, I post a bikini, yes, but, you know, I've got some flaws that I'm, I'm comparing myself to someone else or anything like that. And listen, we're real on our podcast. I mean, um, from, oh my goodness, what's the name of their podcast? Um, uh, Monogamy Disrupt. Um, Nadia. It's gorgeous woman. It fucking intimidates the shit out of me. And, but in a good way. Like, she doesn't do it on purpose. I, I understand where you're coming from, but and I like how positive you are and how you're not afraid to put yourself out there even though you may not be the atypical standard of what people are looking for or what they think of which is all fake for the most part by the way i'm not a victoria's secret model nor do i want to be i like my thick thighs i like my big titties i know we promote at the end but if you're on our our instagram swinging along 69 as the username you put that full body shot up there, and it's got nothing but likes. And let me tell you something. All kinds of crazy likes. I put that full body body picture up, and I literally got sick to my stomach because it's Instagram. It's no, like, like I don't know. There's just something different. I feel like, like our Instagram has blown up, and we've only had it up there for a week. It's just something that, you're pulling it up now. Thir- I know. 30 likes 
but that's only we only, we just started our Instagram. We did, but my thing is, is that <laughs> I had a couple comments. It people took a little bit. It. it took a. It was. It took a little bit for me to get that because to me that's for the public. I feel like when I walk into a sex club, and this is why I want people to understand. I feel like there is a sense of community that there's so many different types of people there that no matter what you are, you're going to be accepted. When I take my clothes off and put it on Twitter and things like that, I do get a little like, oh my God, I might find that one asshole. But then I realize, even though you could be super skinny and you're going to find that one asshole oh, that wants yeah, to just troll. But you know what? It's all about confidence. And any, this is what I said to anybody, and it's come from a guy. If you are confident enough to wear certain things, to go put yourself out there, whoever doesn't like it because of how you look, fuck them. They're not well, worth your time anyway. Exactly. And that's the mentality. And I will tell you, ladies, the first time I went to a sex club, I wore pants, okay? <laughs> because I did. Most of the women wear we dresses were, we because were it's ner- easier. We were both nervous. We were both nervous. We didn't I wore, know what to expect. I wore leggings with a really hot top, and I had my stiletto heels. You still look tight. Shit. I do think I looked hot, but I was trying to cover up areas that I was uncomfortable at the time. Now, mind you, that was four and a half years ago, right? Like four years ago that we went to our first club. And I literally we went on that whole lifestyle change. So I even feel even better about myself now. But I had some insecurity areas. And I was very nervous about taking my clothes off which is probably why i started sucking your dick first because i was like let me just whip, let me whip his dick out let him get exposed first before i do but with with that i think why also women and men get a little self-conscious is because in the swinger circle you you will sometimes experience um rejection you're just because you're a swinger doesn't mean that everybody's going to have sex with you that is also a swinger. You're gonna have people no, that are going to reject I, I, you. But rejection's a part of the lifestyle. <laughs> it it right. just really is. I guess our thing is we don't reject people because of how they look. We reject people based on personality, based on the vibe you get, based on maybe their demeanor, how they act. Yes. Uh, whether they're an asshole or not, no offense. Absolutely. And that's why I sit here and I am a big advocate against, well, I'm not an advocate because no one will ever know what podcaster I'm talking about, the couple, because that's not my that's not my thing. I don't blow up other podcasters for things I don't believe in or whatever. I'm just going to tell this podcasting people through my mind here <laughs> is they should just be ashamed of themselves because they are the reason why when you sit there and you make fun of people on your podcast or you sit there and you purposely you meaningfully point out well she was probably 20 pounds overweight to my liking there's no need for that dude all you have to do is sit there and say wasn't my type 20 wasn't pounds, attracted 20 pounds could be your tits <laughs> 20 pounds could be your tits but we all know that that's not what he was meaning okay so i'm sitting there and i i'm listening to this and i'm getting enraged i actually had to stop listening to their podcast which sucks because in the very very beginning of our swing i listened to them religiously because they were pretty awesome and then i, I kind of took their cockiness as like oh well, maybe it's their gimmick type of thing but then it truly is how they are and, and and we've seen them and it's like okay this is you know they don't know who we are but because it's before we start our podcast yeah, no, but absolutely. And it, it's, it's something that, that, it's like that it is a shame so i'm going to tell people out there though there's a proper way to reject someone 
in the lifestyle. If someone approaches you and they are not your type, you can still very nicely have a conversation with them because you might still build a friendship with them. But there is a nice way to just sit there and deviate them away from the situation. You know, tell them, you know what, we're just here to watch. We're not looking to engage with anybody. Or tell them, you know what, we're we're meeting another couple here tonight. Or if you feel like you are nice enough, you can say, you know what, um, we're, we're just looking for a particular type right now, but you know, and I never go that route though, because I still feel like that hits someone in a different spot. When you sit there and you tell them I'm looking for a different type right now, in a sense, because now that person's going to go walk away and be like, what about me? Isn't their type? I like to just politely say, you know what? Um, we're just here to watch and engage. We haven't made a decision yet on what we're doing here tonight. We're just here having fun, you know? And then maybe you take a step and you, you walk away for a little bit. No, no, absolutely. And it's just like you want to be comfortable in the situation you're in. Um, so go there confidently. Yes. You could be nervous. We were nervous. We were nervous. But when you meet up with someone for the first time, or I'm still nervous when I meet up with people. I'm so nervous too because and I, I okay, I have been rejected once. And I will tell you this, I was not expecting the rejection when we went to one of our clubs. I always just assumed, I was naive and assumed like, hey, well, if you're pouring more, may I have some? So, <laughs> um, so playing I... Bartender. Playing bartender. So I... Um, was rejected at a club and I was very naive thinking that okay we're at a swingers club everyone's just gonna fuck anyone anyway I'm not gonna get rejected so I this was not our first time going to the club we'd already gone to the club probably 20 times already at this point and I had approached a couple and I went up to the bar to get our drinks and uh, you were kind of talking to someone I don't think it was a couple you were talking to like one of the dudes that that was there I think it was like single dude night and um because you know you like your whole cuckold fantasy thing so I um had gone up to the couple I thought that they were drop dead gorgeous I mean she looked like she was like Latin America she had that very exotic look to her she was gorgeous nice body nice tits he was super super gorgeous um, went up to them and, and ordered my drink and, you know, introduced myself and said hello. They were very receptive to the hello and they were chatting with me. Um, they had said that they were staying in the area for a little bit and they wanted to try out the club. They lived in another state and I, you know, kind of flirted with them and I had asked them like, well, Hey, if you guys are interested, do you want to come back and sit and chat or, you know, if not, you know, we can, we can go right into the playroom because I was over there talking to them for a good 20 minutes. And that was when the guy looked at me and he did that, um, you know what? You're just not exactly what we're looking for right now. And it was like a stab in the fucking gut in the heart because I'm sitting there going, oh, okay. How, how do I handle this? Like, do I just walk away? Like, I mean, I respect him for literally telling me that right away. And he did say like, and she was very nice. She like put her hand and she was like, oh my gosh, you are, you have a great personality. You're absolutely fabulous. And you know, you, this is something that, you know, it's just, we're, we're here looking for a particular type and which is perfectly fine. I think the problem that the problem that hinders this lifestyle is too many people want that perfect person in a sense of looks 
And it really doesn't exist. Yes. Well, I had later seen them in one of the rooms when I was walking past. And they were with the typical... Not typical, because I don't want to say that to any of our listeners that are that. But they were they were with a blonde hair. It was a single girl, so maybe that was also a factor. Because I had said that I was here with my husband. Maybe they, they weren't that into they that. Just a but it's still because they didn't give me a specific. Which, to be honest with you, I don't know if I wanted the specific. Because if it was looks related, I didn't want to know. Um, but I remember. Remember, I walked back to you, and you're like, "What's the matter?" And I kind of was like. I took a shot, and I, I told the bartender <laughs> to make my drink a little bit more heavy, heavily. You, got a, you had a double on that one. And I uh, remember walking back to you, and I was like, I kind of just got rejected. And you laughed because you thought I was kidding. And I was like, no, dude. And I told you, and you were like, babe, it's okay. And, I mean, we, we ended up playing with a, a, another couple we found later on that night anyway. But I remember I wasn't up to par as I normally am with the playing that I do because I was so in my head over that rejection yeah and i had to go home and process it and in the end i understood that what they did was the right thing to do yeah absolutely you don't want to leave people on and and pretend you're interested when you're really not if you're not interested that's the one thing i can actually give you then go ahead be outright and be like you're not interested it's not the end of the world Absolutely. And that is definitely something that I 100% agree with. And I, to this day, always, always appreciate the fact that that is what they did. So, you know, but I will tell you, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to bullshit. When you do get rejected, it freaking hurts. It does. Or or it, it deters you a little bit. You might get a little like you're in a daze, like you're in a fog, like, oh my God, what just happened? Like you got stunned by a stun gun in a little bit. But, it is. It can be a little disheartening. But you, as a person, have to pull yourself out of it. You yes. do. You have to pull yourself out of it, and you have to just accept the fact that they are looking for a particular person. And like I said, how she handled it, she had her she had her hand like on my on my arm, and she was like, "No, sweetheart, you are great. You're fabulous. We're just here for a particular type." And like I said, I saw them with their type, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely not that type. I'm dark haired and taller." And she was very petite. big chested. Yeah, she was very petite and very blonde and and small chested. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, she was big chested, but they were they were they were very very perky. I was just guessing. <laughs> they were paid for so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, just I mean, be confident. Don't fear rejection because it's going to happen. Yes, rejection hurts every so often, but don't let it bring you down fully. Yes, and, and Have that's, a shot. Also, that's also a prime example of there is also an easier way. I'm not telling you that just because someone is approaching you that you feel like you have to, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings, so maybe we need to engage with them and, and do this with them. No, if you're if the attraction is not there, the attraction is not there. There is a nice way to let someone down easy, though, and then you don't need to be an asshole about it later and poke fun at them about it. You know what I mean? That's that's just my, my thought process there. So I completely agree with you. Well, so that this kind of, the reason why I gave a little bit of this backstory, too, is because it kind of dived into our swingers barbecue because Kay was there and Kay made a comment yes, about... Yes, we, we invite Kay everywhere now. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, we also had two single guys there too. We did and we, we did. had some couples. We did. And I turned around and, and, and Kay said, I wasn't expecting such diversity. And I said, what do you mean? And she was like, I don't want this to come out the wrong way. But sometimes when people, you guys talk about, you know, sex or anything like that, you think about the only people that are willing to take off their clothes are models or porn stars or things like that people that look like that and she goes you have such a variety here we had 
you know, two of the couples there that were definitely porn starish looking like that I always say, and I, I love them. They're some of our greatest friends. We had two, as we like to call, quote unquote, average swingers that look like the mom and dad next door type that they're the freakiest ones though that get there. Then we had another couple there that was more newer um, to, to the scene in a sense. And she, but Kay liked that. Kay liked the, the diversity. She's like, it's literally like everyone gets a taste of everything or there's such a different different thing for, for one, one, you know, any, anybody that's here. So that's what she really, really liked about it. So on Saturday we had our barbecue and we had only, which was kind of awkward because we were posting that on our personal social media too. And we had two friends come out and they're like, what barbecue? Uh, and we no, were like, no invite. We were like, Oh, sorry. Family only. <laughs> but I, I, I saw Kay was coming over though. They used her real name. Yeah. Uh, which I think half the people know anyway. Well, you but. said at the bar the night our DJ's wife followed oh, you. Oh, yes. I did not. We did not mention this. Now, we have told, obviously, you know, in past episodes, we have told multiple people in our life about how we live, how we live a swinging, like, sort of open marriage poly lifestyle. Yes. Uh, we engage in all activities. We like single men, single women. We like couples. We like bi women. Uh, we like pretty much just about everything. Yes. And most of the, a lot of, quite a, I would say about five or six people in our life, life know about how we live. Only one of them knew that Kay was involved. Yes. And that was my brother. Yes. Now, we're at the bar, and I go out to the car, or I'm outside, and Kay's outside, and she... Uh, you know, she's always coming to me for whatever she needs, yada, yada. Right. She comes to me and says, do you mind walking me to my car? I can't find my phone. Not a problem. I walk over. It's a chance to flirt with her anyway. Yeah. Uh, I know we got to kind of keep it somewhat secretive anyway from people that we know because we're all friends with similar people. So it's a chance to flirt with her. We're kind of away from everybody. Well, the DJ's wife happens to come down and she kind of makes a, a comment like, uh, what's this? Huh? <laughs> uh, I know what this is. I know what this is. And the DJ's wife is a very outspoken person. Like, she was ready to fight people. Yes, yes. <laughs> And she's like, I know what this is. And I kind of looked at her and I go, well, what is? She goes, oh, I know. I know. And Kay starts walking back to the bar in front of us. And the DJ's wife looks at me and goes, so, her? Yeah? And I go, her? Yeah, what? And she goes, oh, I know. <laughs> and I go, well, why her? And she goes, oh, she's cute. <laughs> and later in the day, you heard this part. Yes. Uh, she made a comment out loud where you were around. What was the comment? Oh, about the there was a blonde there who was singing karaoke, and she was like, God, that blonde is so hot. And she was like, I think I think she wants to fuck me or something like that. Like, or I would fuck her or something no, like that. No, she said, I think she wants to fuck me. Yes. And then I looked at her because I was sitting next to her talking to her. And I said, well, if you weren't married, we'd fuck you. <laughs> uh, but she also yelled something about I knew it with you and Kay. Oh, um, I turned around. I, I oh, See, now I can't remember it exactly. Oh, um, all the alcohol. I we, was. We, we lifted home that night. But she, she turned around and I made a comment. Oh, oh, Kay. Because, okay, so two dudes were, were trying to, to kick it with Kay, right? And and they were um, they were talking to her, and I pulled her aside because the one dude literally fed Kay three tequila shots in ten minutes, and I didn't like his demeanor, and he kept pushing me away it's from okay Kay. It's okay to want to fuck somebody. 
You can have the intention of wanting to fuck somebody, but when your your goal is to get them drunk and push their friends away so nobody can maybe intervene, yes. that's when the intention is poor. Absolutely. So I have a problem with that. I have a problem with guys that think that in order for them to get laid, they have to get a girl drunk. I mean, dude, get your game together and, she you know. She wasn't super drunk on Saturday. She wasn't. She, she barely drank on Saturday because of her knee, and she, she doesn't have to be drunk to be with us. So... I pulled her aside and I was like, dude, he just gave you three tequila shots in 10 minutes and he keeps kind of pushing me away. And she was like, baby, I'm not going home with her and with him. If I'm go, if I'm going to be fucking anyone, I'm going to go home and fuck you. And, and the, 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 the DJ's, DJ's wife was there and she was like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so it must so have yes. been right so, after around that so time. Multiple people know how we live. Now two people know that who's involved. <laughs> well, the, the whole purpose of this when we're taking everyone on the journey is that we're, we're coming out to everybody. I mean, we're pretty close to coming out to our parents because I don't think we're going to wait until the holidays to do it because we just have, I mean, so much, I think, like, of Kay coming to things. And, I mean, I wanted to bring a guy to one of our events that we were having with the, with the, the family that the kids weren't, weren't around in. And it's just something I think we're going to be coming out a little bit sooner yeah, than we probably prob- wanted to. It's probably going to come out a lot faster than we expected. Yeah. Um, obviously, the fun thing was hopefully uh, coming out at, like, a holiday party and bringing the girlfriend with us. We should do it at G's birthday party. <laughs> I would personally love that. Um, so, long story short, um, oh no, not long story short. So, back to the story of um, the, the barbecue. So, we're having a nice swingers barbecue. We, you know, our, our friends um, brought over his smoker for us and set it up. And, and he, um, you know, we had just bought a brand new grill with our remodel. And so we're cooking. Everyone's having drinks. Made a big tub of margarita mix. Everyone was drinking out of it. Was it was a good time. Um, we're playing games, and it starts to get a little bit dark out, and people are getting a little bit more friskier in a sense. And we were definitely playing some some naked beer pong type of thing, where if you got it in the cup, not only did you have to drink it, but you had to remove a, an article of clothing. So that was that was pretty fun. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> that was the first time I've ever played that. Yeah, and it was your idea, obviously. <laughs> I am just great, full of great naked, sexy ideas. So, um, we, the the time came. Well, it was getting close to like. God, it's probably like 11. It's still early in the night, actually. Everyone's drinking. We're listening to music. Everyone's having a good time. People are playing washers and cornhole and stuff. And I kind of noticed that you and Kay disappeared. Like, I was like, where's Kay and Chris at? Like, where did they go? She had asked me if I had any SoGo. Uh Because even though she didn't drink a lot, she wanted a couple shots. I promised her a couple shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I told her, yeah, it's in the freezer. We went over to, we went in the house to go to the freezer. And, well, one thing kind of led to another. And before I knew it, we were in the bathroom going at it, <laughs> so to speak. Um, she went down on me in the bathroom. What? Yep. You're, you're hearing this for the first time ever. And I missed this. <laughs> well, you weren't around. Well... <laughs> Um, went down this on me is in the bed. She was just so turned on by the diversity of all the people, and that everybody there, they were there because they wanted to have a good time. And she was like, it, it was similar to when we took her on the pub crawl. And as we were coming back to the house before we were going to go back out, she looked at you and was like, I'm really horny. I want to play. 
Oh, yeah, but and I was so hungry because I hadn't eaten all yeah. day. I, I told her, I said, oh, you, you and Chris can go upstairs and play. I'm going to sit here with my and, Chinese food. And I think she just gets so turned on from the lifestyle in general, and I think that's why she wants to dive more into it. Yes, yeah, so, um, so yes, yes, you she, guys she, did disappear. She, yes, we disappeared for about and then, 10, 15 minutes, and she, she blew me well, in the Well, you guys, that is so hot right now i'm actually really wet that we're gonna have to play well you this told me i didn't tell you what happened but you told me you saw that we both disappeared and your mind started wandering and you got a little bit wet from it it did but then i got distracted because it was my turn to play cornhole and i am a very competitive <laughs> person and I, I i was also flirting with a couple of the 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 couples that we were hanging out with like the the husbands or i know like that, I, so. you know and when we did this it, it was obviously about uh we want Kay is just one of many enjoyable things we do. Yes. Um, she wants to learn more about this lifestyle, possibly live it on her own at some point. Um, now, we always know this, that we brought her into this with a bunch of strangers. I told her I would not let her feel uncomfortable. Right. Now, I want her to talk to people get to know people that's how you make friends well <coughs> she was up and she was very outgoing so happens when I, I drink my drink too bad. but i did tell her that i would not let her feel uncomfortable yes and i i did probably show her a little bit more attention but that also gave you a chance to do what you do best <laughs> and flirt away oh my god i was i was I was such a little slut. I was dancing around. <laughs> I was I was like popping around like all the well, different people. Let's just put it this way: her nipple rings were the hit of the party because they came out so often. <laughs> people tasted them a few too, so it was okay. But um, no, so what ended up happening was. I mean, you guys obviously came back, and I noticed you guys are back. And I remember looking at you guys, seeing that you guys came back, and I'm like, Did we have oh, that look back. on our face? No, you know what? I was a little drunk, so I maybe no, I don't know. And my ass kept getting grabbed from every direction. I don't even know who kept grabbing my ass at all the times, you know. So, um, I think someone had suggested that maybe we move the party inside, and we all know what that is code for. So that's code for we, we don't want the cops tr- caught on us. We all kind of <laughs> trickled inside, and then you, you know, you brought in Alexa so that she could play music, and everyone was getting drinks. We, we kind of brought some of the, you know, the coolers inside and stuff like that, and straightened up a little bit, and everyone kind of ventured up into our room because we have we have the huge bed we also have the spare rooms though and we kind of turned it kind of think of it as like a hotel takeover but in our house well no it's like it's a normal house party it was a house takeover it was a house takeover but the difference in this house takeover was Yumi and Kay went into our room at first and other people were like kind of talking outside and some people had gone into our spare room and you and Kay started making out because I actually captured on Snapchat. (laughs) Yes, I believe a a few lucky fans out there that are on our Snapchat. They did. They got uh, a couple of videos. Got a couple, or on your Snapchat. My personal one, yes. Yes, your personal one. Uh, Got a couple videos of me and her in bed together. I really have to start utilizing our swinging along Snapchat. Yes. I always forget about it, but well, you know, we're um, trying to work with two phones. So you, you, me, and Kay were playing, and then, um, like like making out type of thing. Yeah. And, and then I, I kind of got. The, I heard this whistle. I heard like I can't whistle, guys. So I'm just gonna make the noise. It was like a like that like a little whistle and I kind of looked over and it was one our good friends uh one, two of them um the, the couple the married couple um one of the I'm gonna call them like the average ones like the mom and dad like next door type of thing yes the ones you would they, never expect they kind of whistled me over 
and I thought something was wrong, like there was an issue. So I, I, you know, climbed up out of bed and everything like that. And I went over and I was like, all right, is everything all right? And they were like, we all want to like orgy. And I knew that Kay wasn't ready for the orgy yet. So I, <laughs> obviously, you know what happened. I, I left you and Kay to play. I was distracted. I went off into our spare room. At and first, I didn't even know you left. <laughs> Oh, I left. <laughs> Which was funny because I think that's the first time that we did an orgy where you were not in it. And I was pretty much like the extra female that was added to the cause. Like everyone always likes to have that extra person there to add to things. But I am telling you, it was like my body was worshipped and I could get used to that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, me and Kay were making out. I knew you were videoing it for Snapchat because you made comments behind us. I was. Um, I asked if it was okay. And you were doing a smile <laughs> for the camera. Yes. Um, and I knew that was happening. So uh, we're making out. And one thing led to another. Uh, she's a great lay. She really is. I mean, she's we heard loud. her. She's loud. We heard her. aggressive. I'm like, not going to. You didn't know this. We all were like in mist because you guys kind of started a little bit before us. And of course, it's an orgy. An orgy takes lo- a little bit longer. So like we're all <laughs> like. got to be planned out. We're all like you know? taking off clothes. and Who's going to touch who first? Well, everyone is like kind of. The clothes are starting to come off. And I think we're all mostly naked. Some of us. Like I still have my panties on. A couple of the women did. Or, actually, no. I think I was the only one that had my panties on still. And everyone's like naked. But we're all getting ready to kind of figure out like who's going to do the initial pair up and who's going to sit on whose face and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And we all stopped because we heard her Dude. and I can't, I, I'll tell you his name off here. I'll tell you who it was, but he turned around and he was like, go Chris. <laughs> you know we what? We could just hear her. Like to me, good sex doesn't have to be all crazy and wild. Like it was legit. After we were done, we were all hot and heavy making out. I went down on her for like it wasn't even long. I went down on her for like a minute, and she was just like, "Fuck me." Well, I climbed up. Now remember, she's broken, so I could only lift one leg. <laughs> <laughs> we love her, but I can only lift one leg. So I lift her one leg, and I know when she's enjoying it because she grabs my arms so hard that I feel like she's going to rip my skin off. <laughs> she kind of she doesn't grab my arms, but she always pulls me in. To kiss me. It's like, she's legit always, like... nails into the arm. <laughs> I just bang the table. <laughs> and like I know when she's ready to come because okay. she grabs it so hard. Well, while you were getting your arms grabs, I was at one point in the middle of the bed. And mind you, our guest bed is not as big as our, which we really need to look into getting a bigger guest bed. We need to invest in cameras because I missed <laughs> all of this. You said, I mean, I, I was... I literally was like a machine. I was, Karen was on a mission to just have a big <laughs> ass orgy and I was bouncing around and I kind of got rolled around a few times. Like I, that's one thing I love about an orgy. Like I can be sitting there like going down on a girl and then all of a sudden I, we all had consented to this together. So everyone knew that everyone was okay with everyone. That's never a problem. That's never a problem. No, but we have some people that are not comfortable playing. They don't, if they don't know the people, they're not comfortable with it. Absolutely. But we know that ahead of time. Right. So all of a sudden I feel, I feel this, this, this like finger, like rubbing, I guess like kind of, I was, he gave me warning that he was, something was about to enter me because I was obviously in the, in the doggy style position. And all of a sudden 
the, a big ass penis just starts entering me and pounding the shit out of me. And as he is pounding the shit out of me, I just took my tongue and my tongue was going in and out of her. And my hair got grabbed so hard by so many people. I had to deep condition my hair yesterday because of how knotted it was from the hair grabbing, which was pretty hot. So, I mean, I was rolling on top of bodies and so were other people. We were switching positions and it literally ended to where... I mean, you and Kay slept in that room that night, and I slept on top of bodies, so (laughs) I remember falling asleep, and and everyone pretty much slept there, because everyone had been drinking, no one was driving, and everyone knew what this was about, and... No, absolutely, and like, you're, and that's where it kind of differs, like, everybody has a different purpose in this lifestyle, and you already know the purpose going into it, like, Kay's purpose is a little bit more than just a fuck. Yeah, I mean, my this orgy was a total, I think, of three couples that ended up participating in it that ended up staying. So, I, I, so it was, you're, you're, you're talking two, four, six people plus me, you know, and that was, the only thing that's difficult about, like, the orgy play is the constant condom changing because everyone is all about safety in a sense. You know what I mean? So that can deter sometimes a little bit of like the thing. But what's great is when you're playing with other couples, you just play with the girl. I mean, at one point I was sitting on, um, I'm going Jay. She's the only first name that started with Jay. You know Jay? Yes. So I was, I literally was sitting on her on her face but I was facing the headboard and my arms were literally up on the thing and I was just like rubbing my clit up against her tongue and she got pounded so hard (laughs) that her head hit the headboard that I lost my position and almost toppled over and it was one of those things where everyone was having such a good time that everyone kind of saw it and one of the other guys was like hey em watch that watch that dick you're pounding her a little too hard that Karen almost fell off her face and it was just something that was like such a it was a mix between like the good kind of comical and then you know the 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 sexiness of it I mean, it and sounds like I missed a lot yeah did I mean I, I had a good fuck I know but yeah. we agreed not to talk about it until yeah. until the podcast to get it's, that it's hotter yeah like I'm sitting here like I'm, I'm rock hard ready to go and I got three dicks in me that night. <laughs> she only got one. I only had one. <laughs> well, she missed out. <laughs> there were tongues all over the place, uh, and and that. that you know was what the good though, thing. And, and and like you said, like I, I I feel like she wants to venture into that, but like you said, we we were easing her into that. Yeah. Where it kind of worked out, where that was her first experience being fucked with other people around other than just us yes and we had our door open because obviously that's how they got whistled so she i mean she didn't seem to say anything to me about it or to you about it and so and that's the thing though that was an attention to detail thing that i kind of forgot about because it's we're so used to leaving our doors open when we're having swinger parties i didn't think to ask for her comfort level of that but that's something that's learned but well you learned from it she she seemed perfectly fine it didn't it didn't deter her and at all she came like two or three times Mm. And she seemed to have a good time. We finished. To be honest with you, I heard you away from me. I don't know where you were. I well, knew I'm already you were, a loud person. I, with. You I, can imagine I my knew orgasms. you were having fun. I listen. I'm not gonna sit here and brag and say I'm. I'm gonna go for hours. I came. I can get it up again. Yes. It usually takes about a half hour. Right. I was exhausted. It was a long night. We were drinking. Oh, night. when I was done, I, I got literally up. passed out. Cuddled up with her and listening to you get fucked. <laughs> when I was done, 
And this is something that is very raw, but needs to be said. It's the unsexy part. Normally when I'm done, especially like an orgy like that, I get up, especially if it's at our house. And I went to go obviously use the restroom. And I use my like refresh wipes. I like to, yeah. you know, cleanse, cleanse my area and stuff like that um, from, from everything that happened between all the condoms and stuff like that. And I walked past our bedroom, and you two were passed out. And I, I was like, well, do I crawl in the bed with them? And then I saw all the other bodies. I was like, that looks more fun right now. <laughs> so I went back over there. Um, and, of course, I was drunk, so I'm, like, stumbling. And, and you know what? The, the husbands are really nice because they really did us, – us wives, we, we definitely drank, and they were – very nice. You, you, we they took very good care you, of us. You, you we could, were you could have big spooned me, but I I can see why you would pick multiple naked bodies over us. I'm sorry, it was, it was <laughs> like calling my name. So, what was funny is I think two one set of couples had already left, and they like in the morning and then the others left they got up kind of like the same time I started stirring and you and Kay were still sleeping so I you know ran into the bedroom and I grabbed my robe and 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 everything and everyone was getting dressed and they were leaving and I said goodbye and everyone kept peeking into the room and seeing you guys because you guys were naked and they were like wait that's not how you sleep after you have no of course I mean you guys had no covers on (laughs) you we always fall asleep naked exactly so it was like oh look I guess I guess Chris and Kay had a good time and we were like yep yep they definitely did so I obviously came back and I laid in bed with you guys for a little bit and then I was already awake and ready to like start my day two of my weekend you know um but no it was definitely the only thing I will say that kind of ruined it didn't ruin it but what agitated me the most about it is maybe my fault and I learned my lesson is I had told people on snapchat about the swinger barbecue because my whole thing is about making the abnormal normal i should be able to tell people i'm having a swinger barbecue we, we want people to the know is, how we live <laughs> the problem is is that i told people i might not be able to post a lot for privacy reasons other people are not as out as we are so why would i jeopardize you know their their situation you know what I mean like I don't want them someone knowing them and we got people in our in our area that are on our our snapchat that people were like seriously agitated with the fact that we only post a few videos of you and Kay kissing and not pushing she, other she's, things at, at that party she was the only one she's the only one that consented that consented and she's been consented pretty much since day one absolutely so, um we know we can put her out there that's why she's on our twitter everyone was like i literally woke up to so many snapchat messages so i think from now on i mean i'm going to say hey we're preparing for it but i'm literally going to no longer i know no longer even have my snapchat out for the for these events because it's not it's not for your pleasure we're not creating a porn here for you guys it's it was something that was be fun and sexy that if people would allow me to snapchat them I wasn't going to Snapchat us having sex. No, and even then, it's a fantasy. It's, you, all right, now, unless you live the life, which you may, a lot of people that are on our Twitter, that follow us, that listen to our podcast, do live that lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Maybe not to the same degree that we do, but they do do certain things. It's a fantasy. Use your imagination. We talk about everything we do. You didn't know she gave me a head in the bathroom. I did not. You learned it along with every... But else at that moment. <laughs> I did. And right now, when I said it, what'd you do? Got a little what? Did I show you a video? No. It still turned you on though, didn't it? Yes. Use your imagination. It, exactly. And you know what? Um, this is probably what 
what makes people not want to come out in the lifestyle because all people think about are sex, sex, sex. But you want to know something? It was the fact that we were able to have an orgy and we were able to stop in the middle of it when we heard Kay coming because, and the, and the dude was like, go Chris. And it was exactly why we were able to, st- and we were all laughed. It was exactly the same reason why we were able to laugh when the the girl hit her head against the headboard. I almost felt like, almost fell off because she, she got bounced in and I was in a different position. We all are good friends. We are developing these relationships with people that the beginning of the barbecue was not sexy. Everyone was catching up. We were hugging, you know. We were playing games before the naked game started happening. It was literally like, we've missed you guys. It's genuine friendships and relationships and connections with people that most of the people that we probably know will never have deep connections with people like we have deep connections with some of our friends. Absolutely. And it's like a bonus. Like, we not only have friends. But we get to fuck them. And then we get to fuck them. <laughs> now, I only fucked one person that night. You are the lucky winner of the barbecue. You know what? I'm going to say it makes up for all my issues. I was having for single guy issues. So Lucky winner of the Swinger Barbecue lucky here. Lucky winner. I won the raffle. <laughs> uh, my second place wasn't too bad in my eyes. It wasn't too bad because Kay, and everyone says Kay's so hot. And people want Kay snap. And I'm like, I'm not giving you Kay snaps. So you can steal her from me. But no, first, second of all, she also doesn't want to get me to give out her snap. She's not about, she doesn't mind that we snap her occasionally and I always let her watch everything beforehand even even the little videos I kept stopping you guys from making out and showing her like is this okay to pose is this okay well, to pose I mean, we, we sent a specific uh, I don't know if they listen I hope they do but we spent a specific next morning you came in the room Oh, I did. It was and after you, everybody left. And you, after everybody left, you, you wished everybody away. No, I came in and I laid down with you guys, but yes. then I, I had to get up. I yes. wanted some stuff to do. And I and, threw and, on and, my... And you, came, you, you did a little quick snap picture to a specific uh, couple that we, we talked to. Yes, it's on our Snapchat. But then I also posted it on my personal one, too, because people were did. like... I did. I but we that. were clothed. We were all... Okay. You guys had no, woken yeah, up already. It was just the morning We had just pick. had breakfast. Yeah. We enjoyed that morning Well, because we have a follower on our swinging Snapchat who who has a unicorn. Him and his wife have a unicorn, and he always sends us like videos and pictures of them. He sent us a morning after of them in the bed, and they were all smiling, giving us the thumbs up. And I was like, well, we got to reciprocate the, the <laughs> pictures. So, um, but yeah, so that was our, our swinging barbecue of Orgy and you play with Kay alone and, and that was the first time I played with her alone that day. It was. You've been around for every other one. It was. Cheers to that. Let's cheers and congratulations. (laughs) <laughs> and to be honest with you, I played with her twice. You didn't even know about the first one. <laughs> oh, well, now that's a double cheers. There we go. Um, but no, it was a really good time. And that's, I think that's part of why we love this life. It's not just the sex. It's the friendships, the bonds you build with people. Listen, that you can have a good time and then you get the funk in the end. I will tell you this. Many of you who are on my personal snap know that what was it like three weeks ago it was right before the 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 pub crawl for Cinco de Mayo um Chris was actually in the hospital he had some fluid around his heart and it we wanted to make sure that it wasn't just a major issue but it turned out that it was just related to um an injury he had to his he pulled a really bad muscle in his rib yes yeah, but because he has heart issues in sad, his family sadly i'm i'm prone to dying at some point in life because my family has all kinds of horrible health right issues. so due to his family's cardiac issues um his ekg came back abnormal that they omitted him overnight and they thought that he was possibly about to have a heart attack um when it deemed that it was actually fine based off of the echo Chris was a minute overnight. Mind you, I had one hour of sleep, not even that. Um, two of our 
swinging couple friends. Not only did they race to our house to keep an eye on our kids because they also have kids. They raced over to babysit while you went to the hospital. But all of our, not all of them, the majority of our swinging friends that I say, our swinging community that we're friends with that live near us, stopped at the hospital to visit you. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, we had we had multiple visitors uh, for a little bit. Obviously, people have lives, and I get that. And it was very yes. nice of them to come in. And Kay came up and was there for hours. <laughs> Kay was up for hours, but so were our two so, couples absolutely. that we almost yes. always play I with. Mean, they, and they, they were there. We they haven't introduced them yet because took care of our kids. I feel and, like every time we try to talk about something that happened in the past, we literally have something that has happened recently that we got to talk about so we don't it, forget about it. <laughs> it felt really good to feel really loved. Yes. And you don't think of love in that aspect of a kinky lifestyle, but it's a friendship love. We've, we've all shared each other's reproductive organs. <laughs> <laughs> so how much closer can you get? But we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we're going to wrap it up because we're going to get ready to record another one for you guys and yes, and do some other projects that we have coming up for you guys. Um, obviously, when you're listening to this one, it's probably going to be late Monday night, early Tuesday because they go they post very quickly now. Yes. Well, because we're super verified now. Yeah, we're super verified. That it really goes up in like an hour. Yes. But I don't want to ever give an exact time. So I'd say late. it's probably late Monday night, early yep. Tuesday. The next one that we're going to record will probably be right around typical Thursday, Friday that we yeah. normally put out. So, guys, if you, ha- if you have any questions or comments, want to share stories, as always, um, send us an email at swingingalong69 at gmail.com. That's swingingalong69 at gmail.com. That's also our Instagram, swingingalong69. Yeah, so go on over there and follow us on Instagram. Um, you can also, obviously, follow us on Twitter, which we're very active on Twitter. Which is also swinging along 69. Is it a common trend we got going here? I know some we don't. This is bad radio. This but is some, bad radio right now because some we, should, we, we really I think need Twitter to write this down. Along. At, yep, twit no, at Twitter swinging along 69 as well. There we go. Apparently, the only one is our website, which is swingingalong.com. Well, because that, that's our and, that's our uh, and Snapchat, which yeah. is swinging along. So. You can go ahead. There goes Alexa. <laughs> as Alexa so. talks in the background for some reason. Um. <laughs> So go ahead and follow us on Twitter at SwingingAlong69. You can also go on our website, www.SwingingAlong.com. And you can also add us on Snapchat, which, which is, is SwingingAlong. Yes. That's it. Just SwingingAlong. I know. I, okay. I stopped right there. I know. It sounded like I'm sorry. I stopped myself. But as always, guys, we hope you guys had a kinky fuckery weekend. And we hope it continues. And we absolutely look forward to more and more of uh, some swinging, uh, some swinging stories for you guys. Well, so till next time. Bye, guys. Bye now.